As you know, I'm speaking to comedians' wives, but, you know, there's comedians and then there's legends, so I think we had to speak to at least one legend. Uh, and I'm not talking about Les Dawson, I'm talking about the wife, Tracy. Oh, that's very nice of you. <laughs> so you know how glamorous this lady is, ladies and gentlemen. Well, she's just mopped the floors. I've got to tell everyone that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just taking my rubber gloves off as we speak. <laughs> Thank you very much for joining us. Yeah, it's a pleasure. It's always lovely to speak to you, Pete. It's, and, um, it's a strange one, isn't it, when you've mm. got to talk about somebody like this. But first thing I've got to ask is, what were your thoughts on the statue? Oh, amazing, really. I mean, it was sort of... Um, it's 12 years ago that Graham Ibbotson, the sculptor, had um, got in touch with me before they did Eric Morecambe's and said... Um, you know, because it's 16 years in June since Les's wow. death, and... Uh, you know, we'd like to do a statue of Les in, in Blackpool. And he said, I'm going to uh, speak to the count, Blackpool Council, because it was going to be in Blackpool. And, of course, uh, they said times were hard then, and, uh, you know, we'd perhaps have to leave it, uh, you know, till another time. And then, the, out of the blue, they came to me uh, from Fireborough Council, which lived in St. Hans, and... Um, said they'd like to do this statue of Les, would I spearhead it and, uh, you know, do the fundraising. So we, we raised the money uh, in uh, six months. Wow. And it took, um, I think, for Eric Morecambe's, it was seven years. Yeah. Benny Hills was four. So we did it, you know. So, I mean, it, 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 it was all the public's money. It was the media, you know, the media and the, they helped with it. But um, it was it's public's money, you know, bums on seats. Yeah. And they raised the money. Absolutely. Now, the thing I can't understand, and I'll never understand, because I don't know anybody, apart from you, who has got a statue of the husband. What do you feel when you see it? I can't imagine what the... Well, it was very emotional, uh, Pete. You know, when, uh, obviously, we've gone through... How do we have the statue? You know, I, I was in sole control of the imagery. And I was trying to think of the public, really. And uh, how do you remember Les Dawson? Yeah. Well, you remember him for all things, don't you? Uh, but I thought the piano playing was a, a thing that made people laugh. You know, the off-key piano playing. Yeah, yeah. And um, then, of course, the Sissy and Ada with the lovely Roy Barraclough. Yeah. And, uh, of course, his stand-up comedy. And then it... Uh, the latter years, he, he'd taken um, some serious parts in acting. So how do we do the statue for Les? And this was solely left to me. I would have liked Les sat on a piano stool, sort of with an elbow on the keys, yeah. uh, sort of doing a slight gurning, and um, <laughs> to put uh, a pound in the, in the piano to play off-key piano playing and to raise money for charity. That's what I wanted, yeah. really. Um, but then they said it was going to cost too much money. We would have had to have spent more years to raise the money. So I thought, well, the stand-up, really, uh, because Les, Les was Les, you know, he was himself. And um, I think a lot of people remember the blankety-blanks. So, you know, yeah. it, 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 so that's it. And it's very, when, when it was all, you know, we went up to Birmingham to the foundry to see it, I couldn't believe that uh, as soon as I, thought, I cried. Yeah, well, you would do, wouldn't you? Because it is, it's it is perfect. Terrific, yeah. I mean, I don't know that you've been up, Pete, but it's amazing. We had we had a coach party up. Uh, I was looking at the statue. Uh, Roy Barraclough came up the other day to see it. He hadn't seen it, and um, he said, "I want to come up, you know, privately with you, Tracy, and see it." And um, we just went up and, and had a look. There was a few people sort of milling about at the back, 
But a coach party came from Liverpool. Wow. Parked on the pier <laughs> and uh, at St Anne's Pier. And Roy and I were just, just about to go away. And uh, they said, oh, they were talking about the Sissy and Ada. Didn't realise, because it was quite a cold day. We had our hats and scarves on. Didn't realise it was Roy and I. And they were talking about Sissy and Ada as we were sort of leaving. And, um, of course, Roy laughed. We both laughed. And he said, hey, Tim, from Coronation Street, it's, it's, it's the posh one. So um, I think Roy did about an hour with them and uh, signed autographs. So it was lovely. You what know. a lovely bonus. What a yeah, lovely bonus. it was super for them. <laughs> and um, I, th- I think uh, it's great. And they loved, they loved it, you know. I mean, it's, it's difficult because people, when you, when, you, when you have a painting and you, you look at yourself or a photograph, you think, Gosh, that's not good of me. It doesn't look like me. And a lot of people have different opinions, but I, I think it's fantastic. Yeah. I really do. Now you've got a million memories. I've got to share my one memory. It, there's just one. You know, I mean, he's such a talent. But there was one I can remember as if it is right now. It was a lifetime away. Mm. I was uh, in pantomime in summer season with the Crankies wow. at the North Pier. There was um, a lunch given by the Lord and Lord Mayor and Lady Mayor at the time. Yes. Les was in the middle of them, and I can see it now. There's the Mayor, greasy back hair, combing it while he's eating his soup. <laughs> and the Lady Mayoress, legless, falling asleep. And all I saw was Les throwing his eyes up once, and I laughed. And that stayed with me all yeah. my, you know... Oh, wonderful. So I, I know, did you work with Les, Pete? Yeah, once, mm. once. In, yeah. one, in one of the nightclubs in Manchester. Wow. And uh, it was just, I don't know, it was just They experience. were the hard days, weren't they? Yeah. But, you, know, you know, this is what we, you know, you've done your apprenticeship and obviously Les, Les did, you know, he did all the work in men's clubs and uh, he actually um, made it at the ABC, which is now a big nightclub in Blackpool called The Syndicate. And... Um, he was living in Bury. I know he'd been on Opportunity Knox and he'd done all the other clubs, but he had a call um, to say this warm-up man wasn't um, going to be able to appear. He wasn't yeah. well. Could Les get over? So he was, went over in his A40 van. We living in Bury in Manchester. And um, it was Dickie live with the Dickie Henderson show. Dickie Henderson. Yeah. Wow. And live television. And he actually uh, stormed them. You know, he got a standing ovation, and uh, that was it. That was Les's. Now, I know a lot of people say it was Hull, which I think, it, you know, he did do well in a club in Hull. Uh, but the ABC, because he, he said he'd, he'd never forget Blackpool mm-hmm. and this area. I think that's why he moved here eventually. Uh, and he used to kiss the ground at Blackpool because he said it blessed him, you know, you know, that's how he made it, really. Tracy, how did you meet the legendary Les Dawson? I met him, uh, I was working in a hotel uh, called, can I mention the name? Yes. The St. Ives Hotel, which I think your ladies from Liverpool were staying in. Right. It's just across the road um, where the statue is. And um, Les's friend bought the hotel. It had um, been taken over and his friend, his best friend bought it. And that's how we met, really. Was it love at first sight? Um, not really, because I thought it was Bernard Manning coming in. <laughs> well, that's never forgiven me for that, really. <laughs> well, sort of similar statue, wasn't it? And, uh, and he said, no, no, no. We're friends, Tracy, but we're nothing alike at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, no, it's, um, it, was, it was great. I mean, I was working, I was doing fundraising at the hotel um, 
for the, the scanner appeal yeah. and, and Les was spearheading that. So we did a lot of work together on that and we were 12 months really courting, as we say. And uh, then we got together about 1987, 88. You've got to be a certain type of woman to be married to a comic because there is a serious side to comics, aren't there? Yeah, very much. I mean, Les had, did have the serious side, but not for very long. I mean, he, he was, a great, as you know, a great writer and uh, wrote all his own scripts. And it's sort of 14, as we speak, 14, 15 books published in the library. So... Um, you know, he did have a serious side, but not for very long, Les. Uh, as you know, what you've met him, you know, what you saw was what you yeah. got. Oh, absolutely. Um, but he was serious. I mean, he, he did take his writing very seriously. The other thing is, when you lose a loved one, um, it's bad enough. But when you lose somebody in show business, you lose another. You lose two lives, don't you, initially? Yeah, you do. And it was very hard... Um, for me, because Les, obviously, as, uh, you know, because they love the statue people, as though Les is still here. I mean, I said to a lady the other day, we went down there to launch the comic release. Yeah. Uh, the Lenny Henry, you know, the, the red nose thing. Yeah. And uh, went down and the lady said, I said, you know, he'd be looking down. She said, oh, no, no, he's with us. She said, I come and talk to him every day, she uh. said. And he makes me laugh. Um, no, it is, it is hard because he's very much... Um, a public, you know, public property, yeah. as we say, like yeah. you are, you know, you must walk around Liverpool and people uh, talk to you as though y you're their brother or, you know, yeah. it's, it's just a lovely feeling, isn't it? And uh, so I found that very hard, really, to cope with, um, you know, because I couldn't um, really, you can't mourn in private, and it took a long time, really. Um, I, I want to thank the, um, you know, the charity the charity work that Les did, because they were the ones that were writing to me saying, you know, will you come and do this or will you come and yeah. do that? Yeah. And um, that really, I thought, well, Les would be saying, well, get off your fat butt and, and move, you know, and, and do some work, um, you know, and help, and help these people and stop mourning over me because, you know, I'm having a great time up here with Tommy Cooper. <laughs> now, I've got, to use this ex I've got to use this expression. Did you have the Jackie Mon Monkhouse syndrome, which was, and I only found out about three weeks ago, that she always went to the gigs with him? Did, did I go? Yeah. Yeah, we did because we, we, um, we met and we had a bit of a, t a time with... Um, it was sad, really. You'd have thought Les had committed a murder, really. We'd fallen in love and got together. Mm. And we had a bit of a hard time with the press, which is understandable. You know, Les was... His wife had not long died. And uh, we we found that we'd gone through that much uh, in, in, in the eight, 12 months that he said, well, there's no point in us being apart. So we were together a lot of the time, yeah. Yeah, well, you we see, were. now that that now I get angry at you saying that to me because yeah. because I've said on this show, if you find love, it doesn't stop you caring for somebody you've lost, but you should get it with both hands and enjoy yeah, well, it. Well, that's well, that's yeah, that's that's what little Mo said. Um, you know, Mo from the Roly Poly. I do indeed. She said she said to Les, she'd gone into the dressing room one night and um, said, you know, I've fallen in love with with Tracy and. Um, you know, what are people going to say? And Mo said exactly what you just said. You know, if you're going to get a chance of love, you know, you take it, grab it with both hands, and Meg would be pleased for you. What were the qualities you liked most? Of Les? Yes. 
um, I think you know the, the his warmth uh, and sincerity, and he was just um, a wonderful man. He treated everybody exactly the same, um, whether he was meeting a prince or you know a dustbin man or a beggar in the street. He just treated everybody exactly the same, and I think that's a lovely quality um, today, uh, you know. But he, he was like that, and. Uh, he was always at the dressing room, uh, or if he was on the pier or whatever, he'd be doing a show. He wouldn't go through another door to miss everybody. He would stay, like Kendard and yourself, would stay till the end and sign all the autographs. And um, he loved the people because he said, you know, I'm the people, you, the people made me what I am today. And uh, he never forgot that. Yeah. And I thought that was lovely. See, I've got visions because you're a very glamorous woman of you. <laughs> Nice, you know, no, me. but I, I've just it, got... it, I'm glad it's radio, you know. <laughs> it's TV. You, I have to have a makeup makeover, you, you know. You are a very glamorous woman. I had visions of you in the bedroom, lying there, waiting for your beloved <laughs> husband, and him gurning. I mean, I don't know how you took things serious. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Les was—he um, was always wonderful. I mean, he would do. Uh, he was great, you know, at impersonating. He'd do answer the phone and it'd be Robert Mitchum and John Wayne and uh, he, he could do he could do people and he'd answer the door you know you get people knocking at the door yeah. and he didn't want to say he was in he'd speak Spanish he spoke several languages so he'd speak Spanish and say he was the au pair or the, <laughs> the housekeeper <laughs> you know and there was always a, a, a real funny side to Les and he couldn't help but laugh what was he like round the house? great yeah he was a great cook you know was he? Fantastic, yeah. And if he'd do Italian, he'd put he'd paint a moustache, you know, with eyebrow pencil and <laughs> the curly moustache <laughs> and crease the hair and wear a beret. And he'd speak Italian all night. Um, you know, he was just wonderful. He was fabulous. How do you cope? Um, and we've, we, we're take, talking to a lot of people about this who have lived with great people. How do you cope with the videos and TVs? Do you have to be in the right mood? Or do you get a shock if you switch the TV and you don't know something? Uh, yeah, you do exactly. Um, yeah, I do. When when you don't know and say, you sometimes you know you click your TV and put it on, and then you walk out of the kitchen or you're doing something in the kitchen, and then you hear his voice and you think, oh gosh, yeah. you know that's a shock when you don't know he's on. But if I'm going to sit down in front of the TV and put a, a, a film or a DVD or something of Les's, you know, obviously I want to do that. So, yeah, you are a bit, uh, it, it gets quite emotional. Sometimes it just waves over you, you know, and it's Christmas time. Yeah. I always miss Christmas time, you know, when we did Panto. Yeah. Because, you know, you prepare quite early, don't you, for rehearsals. And um, and it's I, a way of life at Christmas as oh, well. I know, and I loved it. And, uh, you know, when Les did the Panto, so, I mean, we used to do it till Easter. You know, the oh, in those theater. days, what well, was like summer seasons were 32 yeah, weeks? And he, you know, he loved Liverpool. He loved to do the Empire Theatre. Yeah. I've got a magnificent painting here of Les at the Empire Theatre um, and a, a guy, an artist called Corrigan. Have you, do, you, do you know of him? No, I don't. Yeah, and he did, um, he did one of Ken Dodd as well. A fabulous painting of Les at the Empire Theatre. And he used to have um, wonderful stories about Liverpool. He said he came out of the Empire I think it's in his his first autobiography, and uh, he um, he said about this this lady had come to the dressing room with about six kids. You know, can you sign this autograph for me? So he said, oh, and this little girl handed um, a piece of paper up, and he said, right. He said, and what's your name? And this little girl looked up at him, 
and she said, Rebecca, Sarah, Louise. She came out with this <laughs> lovely long, like a royal, like a royal title. <laughs> and he said, you know, you could only get that from Liverpool. They just had such weighty look. He loved it. And he used to work at the Wookiee Hollow. Yes. Well, I was at the Shakespeare, you see. So Allison's. it was the Shakespeare, Allison's and that's the Wookiee. Right. And the Shakespeare yeah. used yeah. to have a club, didn't it? That's behind. right. That's yeah. the, I was there. I was coming there for years that's, and years. That's right. So yeah. you'd know Les well. Yeah, absolutely. Now mm. tell me, did he ask you for advice over gags? Did he run? Yes, he did. Stuff around yeah. you. He did, and, and particularly with the books, um, you know, he would he wrote a, co- uh, a couple of books on comedy. And um, he would try the gags out. But, you know, he uh, I don't know whether you know about this book I brought out with all his gags in. No. Yeah. Yeah, I brought it out last year. And it did really well. It was um, really all, all the um, the scripts and things that were just in the study. And I thought, well, when I die, you know, somebody's just going to take them and write them. So I thought, well, I'll get, I'll get them all together. It took about five years. And... Um, I had them all published, and it's done really well. It's, uh, idea. it's the Les Dawson Secret Notebooks, but it's all about his gags and monologues, his radio spots, you know, the blankety-blank spots. So it's mm-hmm. fabulous. Yeah. I'll have to send you a copy. I'd love that, and I would like, yeah. it, I would like it signed by you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Which means I can't give it to anyone else. Yeah, that's I learned that years ago. Yes, yeah. How did you cope, Tracy, with, with with the grief? Because it's such a a public thing, and yet when you lock that door, you have the shrine, you have the DVDs, the books, and everything. How do you cope with grief like that? Yeah, it's really hard. I mean, it's still hard now, um, you know, because uh, the thing with the comic relief last week, you know, I had a call from Lenny Henry's office. Would would like. Um, to do some statues, you know, we'd like Les to be, and it's going to be on the TV, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, it's quite an honour, really, and a tribute. Sorry about this. This is my alarm system on the, the phone. Do you have this? No, what's that for? It's, um, it's called Red Care System, and right. um, it's in case, the, you know, the burglars want to cut the wires. <laughs> they let me know that the alarms are working. Oh, how marvellous. Yeah. Well, they are right in the middle of an interview. So find it, sounds out like a, it sounds like a little bird cheeping. So if any of you burglars out there, forget it, because we've got it sorted. <laughs> Don't bother. No, no. So it, Lenny rang you. Just knock on the door, yes. and I'll make them a cup of tea and invite them in. Um, no, so, you know, and it was it was quite nice, you know, that happened. But it, it is hard, um, and I think the, the thing what really got me going was the... Uh, involved with the charity. I mean, Les was yeah. involved with so much charity work. Like yourself, you know, he worked uh, tirelessly for charities. So I've got involved with that, and I think um, I think the public keep you going, don't they? You know, they're so lovely. When Les passed away, without mentioning any names, were you shocked at some of the people in the business that you thought you might have heard from and you didn't, or vice versa? Yeah, well, I think it's... Um, I remember Roy Kinnear's wife... Um, Roy and and, um, and Les were quite friendly, and uh, we we kept in touch. You know, Roy, do you know Roy Kinnear? Yeah, like she's in yeah, yeah. Senders, and she said to me, you know, um, just wait, Tracy. After a couple of years, you know, you'll be lucky if they, they sort of contact you on one hand. I mean, I am very lucky. I think the genuine friends of yeah. Les, like like all of us, really. Do keep in touch. I mean, Roy's terrific. You know, Roy Barraclough. Yeah, and a nice man. What a lovely man. Yeah. And um, he um, rings up, and it, he's very 
private and, and, and you know, a lovely gentleman, and he comes out, and, and he, we do it privately, but we, we have a good time, you know, and we go out. And um, I find uh, the genuine ones are great, you know. We, now don't, I, we don't bother about the rest, do quite we? Quite right. I've, I've just done summer step, summer season. God and I'll tell you, it's a lovely chap. Ken, Ken Dodd and Anne. Oh, Doddy, yeah, tremendous. You know, people. he keeps in yeah. touch, and, yeah. um, you know, that's that's lovely, because yeah. I think they've respect for Les, haven't they? Well, I've just done pantomime with uh, uh, the, the big Silla pantomime. Yeah, it's, how does that? Well, it was tremendous, but the reason I mentioned it was who's in the pantomime and who Ted reminds Robbins. me? Ted Robinson. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and when he was doing it, his Les Isn't impressions. Oh, just a bit. Yeah, he's good. Well, you know, he worked with Les a lot. Well, he loved Les. I mean, we oh, talked very fondly while I was in a frock many yeah. times. About Did you do this in Ada? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, and he really does. And he's done several plays as Les, hasn't he? He's done yes, tributes. Yes, he has. Yeah, he's very, very, very good. And, um, and you know, he, he, he really respects Les and uh, he'll always say to me, you know, is it OK, Trace? I said, yeah, fine, you know. I mean, he's very, very good and always mentions Les and always has a lot of respect for him. Why do you think Les was so popular? I know uh, uh, the quality of a man, but as a talent, what do you, what do you think it was? Well, I, th- I think because he was, he was, shall I say, one of us, he, he just didn't... He treated everybody the same, didn't he? And he would talk about, when he was doing his stand-up, he would talk about things that, you know, happened at home. So mm. you could relate to it. You felt comfortable when he was doing his act. Um, and and I, I, I just think he had this, this genuine uh, natural warmth that came across. And I, I think that's what people loved. People still buying his books and his videos? Yes, and... yeah, they are. And uh, the BBC have just... I mean, it sounds strange, you know, they've written, written to me and said, oh, we're bringing a new um, DVD out of Les. And I think, oh, right. <laughs> so yeah. what they must do is just redo all the... There must be that much material, mustn't mm. it? And they just keep redoing them. And, of course, the lucky thing about Les, and with you being with him, uh, because you do need, I don't care who you are and how successful you are, you do need somebody as a partner, a soulmate, and yeah. he had a really good one with you. Yes, yes. Uh, good... you, know, you know, just before he died, Les, um, we, we were filming in Liverpool... Um, at, he was he was working at um, let me see we did the Liver Buildings he was he was w- acting with Griff Rhys Jones. All oh, right. Um, we stayed at that hotel on the front. What's it called? We were filming down. We took Charlotte. Charlotte was just born then. Right. And he um, who else was in it? Uh, oh, Amanda Redmond. Yeah. She was in it. Griff Rhys Jones. Um, oh gosh. Who was the other guy now? Was it a play? It was a play. It yeah. was Demob. Ah, right. And Les was pay, playing a theatrical actor. Right. Uh, uh, you know, he was looking after uh, actors, and he looked like Winston Churchill. Yeah. And we, we used the... When they did the filming, they used the lager buildings mm. inside. Yeah. And they were the, the, the offices, you know. Uh, and then we did the recordings of shows in, is this theatre still there, the Neptune Theatre? The Neptune Theatre is still there, but it's closed. Well, we use that yeah. to film. And was that the last thing he Martin, did? Martin Clunes. Ah, right. Was that the last thing he did then? That was the last thing, and he died before it was filmed. So they have just put on the, the... And that's fantastic. Yeah. That was one of the serious roles he did. What about Charlotte? Has she got his qualities? Yeah, she, she's um, 17 this year. 17? <laughs> oh, my. The baby's grown. 
Seventeen. Yeah, I know. Don't you feel? I feel old. Well, now I do. I didn't <laughs> before. I was all right before. Well, it, you, you still think the the baby in the pram, don't yeah. you? Is she in the business? She's she's doing well. She's doing a um, you know exams A level, so yeah. she's doing drama and art. She wants to do art as well, so art and fashion and design. So right. she's sort of in that field, really. So we'll see how it goes. Does she realise how famous her dad is? Um, I think so, yes. I think particularly with the statue and then there's a the lot of comedy things, mm. awards that we go to, you know, and I think she she does realise. But it must be very hard for her now. The realisation must have set yeah. in and uh, I think it must be hard. So, Tracy, you would no regrets marrying a comic? Oh, no, 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 no. Would you recommend it? I wouldn't it? have met lovely people like you, would I? <laughs> would, no. you re- would you recommend it to anyone out there? Yeah, I think it's um, it, it's quite a lonely life for uh, a comedian. And as you know, you know, you're on the road. If you're travelling around the country, mm. you know, if you're doing a tour, it's a very lonely life. And uh, people think when you're on stage, um, it's very glamorous. And, you, but, you know, you go back to your hotel room and it can be quite lonely. Yeah. Uh, so I think it was... It was lovely that we could travel together. I think um, it's a wonderful life, um, show business. You know, it's um, a lovely uh, family. And it's, uh, you know, you might not see somebody like I haven't seen you for, 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 for a years. while. It's weird, that, isn't it? And you just know, pick and up. And we as just if, pick yeah, up. Yeah. Like, and, and that's how yeah. it is with show Strangest business. Strangest thing in the world. Yeah. And I think it was great the way Les formed the roly polies, as you said, yeah. you know, Mo. Uh, well, I mean, they were just amazing. He said they were built when meat was cheap. <laughs> <laughs> it's the agileness of the woman on her feet. And that's that's the right. Thing. It just She's amazing. Freaks you out. I've got to ask this question, then I let you go, because I know those floors are dried and they need <laughs> polishing. I, know. I can walk now on them. <laughs> I've knocked around, you know, and I'm just sat here. One memory, only one... Well, in fact, I'll give you two. One of your private memories and one memory of its, one of his gigs. The private memory. Um, I would say um, with the birth of Charlotte, really. Um, he was just amazing. Uh, we were we were down in London. I don't know whether you know the story. And I went into labour with Charlotte right. in London. He was doing TV down there. She came uh, three weeks early. And uh, I said, oh, I've got these pains. He said, oh, it'll just be wind, you know, just go to the <laughs> toilet. And all the jokes, you know, which he did. And I said, no, no, it's a bit more than that. Oh, he said, well, she's not, well, he didn't say she. He said, the baby's not being born down here. So he chartered um, a jet, flew me and him up to Manchester, because she was born in St. Mary's in Manchester. And he said, I'm not having my child born in the South. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a great memory and you know obviously when we got there um, this lovely uh, Dr Lieberman was going to deliver the baby and he was busy on calls so Les, the baby wanted to come very quickly so Les said we're in the labour ward, all the nurses around bar this doctor and you know he, he'd tell the story and um, Les said well I'm not paying you now, he said I've delivered the baby, you can bugger off <laughs> And all these, and then he was doing his stand-up comedy. You yeah. know, I'd given birth to Charlotte, and he's doing his comedy act for all the nurses and doctors. It was wonderful. So that's a great memory. I'm full of fun. And one, one on stage. What was the for you is crowning glory? I think, um, I think the Royal Command. Yeah. Really, the last one. Um, he always loved to to uh, do. 
you know, do, do the royal commands. But uh, it was 1992 he did that. And um, he he wasn't going to do it because he had uh, so much on, so much work on. And uh, Prince Philip sent him a letter. He had a great relationship with Prince Philip. I'm sure Ted's told you about the story about the black puddings. No. Yeah. Oh, well, um, Le- Les did a lot, an awful lot of work for... Um, you know, at the, the awards, the Duke of Edinburgh Awards, yeah. and uh, he used to go down and do after-dinner speeches. And if ever uh, Prince Philip was up in, in the north, uh, he would be called by the secretary to say, we're over at the Lord Darsby Hotel or we're in Liverpool or Manchester or whatever. You know, can you be there to do um, a speech? Yeah. So Les would always make, you know, make sure he was there. And... Um, he was asked to go over to Berry, um, Berry Market, because he was Prince Philip was going around Berry Market and um, with the Queen, and he went along, Les, and uh, they were going to the Midland Hotel, I think, afterwards for lunch. But he was presented with this cascade of hundreds of Berry black puddings, and when they got back to the hotel, Les did his, his speech, and uh, he just said, you know, Your Royal Highness, you know, I hope you know how to cook these black puddings. And so, you know, I hope you know how to cook them. And he, in his, you know, his speech, when he came back, he said, well, of course, you know, you fry them. So then Les said, no, you boil them. He said, and you put English mustard on the side. That's how you do them. Anyway, they they had this thing, and he said, yeah. well, no, you, you fry them, you boil them. And when... Um, when Les uh, was asked to do the, the, the last royal command, uh, Prince Philip sent him a letter, and he said, you know, you still fry the buggers. <laughs> 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 he had the last word. But Les did it, and, you know, it was wonderful, and, yeah. you know, we obviously saw him afterwards. And I remember also, um, that's another great, they're all great memories, aren't they, really? Mm. But um, when, when he'd done the speech at St. James's Palace on the Friday, and then on the Saturday, we were at uh, number 10, Downing Street. And then on the Sunday, we were at Buckingham Palace. It was like a showbiz thing. And Les was, had seen him sort of the Friday and the Saturday. And then on the Sunday, he thought, well, I'm going to hide in the, in the tent, as he called it, the marquee, you know, on the lawn. Yeah. And he was with Frankie Vaughan and Shirley Bassett, you know, all the people, the showbiz people were there. And then, of course... At the, his secretary, they're walking across the lawn, and uh, he says, there's Dor-. you could hear Les's jokes, you know, there's Dawson, and he shouts, Dawson, Dawson, here, here. <laughs> they just got on so well. I think that's a great memory, really. Tracy, it's been yeah, it's a joy. It's been and, uh, a joy. And, you know, when you're up in Lytham, you, you know, Well, no, I would, I would like to come up, and we'll do lunch, take you for lunch, we'll and come and see the statue. I would seriously like to do that. I'd like to do it, and come to the house, and... Um, I would love and that. And look at the kitchen floor, see I if it's clean. I would love to see if it's clean. Tracy Dawson, thank you so much. Thank you so much.